So I really hate it when I'm forced into the situation of having to do home workouts. And it's, it, I don't know, it just, it puts me off. And this is true whether it's because of lockdowns, especially when I don't agree with the logic behind the lockdowns. Um, but even when I'm traveling and whatever. So I thought it might be helpful to, for, for future reference and, and just for the sake of doing it, to to share what I've found to be the ways to make it as effective as possible. Because to be honest, as much as I've not... It hasn't been optimal. I think I've found ways to make it fairly good, uh, both the last year when I had to do it and this year. So, so here are the things I feel to be uh, key to making it work as effectively as possible. So first up in making a home workout program work efficiently and effectively is the same thing actually I do with pretty much any program when starting off is to come up with a goal, a realistic goal. What do you want to do during this? And your expectations when you don't have a gym at your disposal are going to be a little bit different than your expectations when you do. So make a realistic goal. Uh, for example, maybe you just want to maintain. Maybe you're going to use this period of time for a mini cut. You obviously set up your calories to match that. And you set up, design a program to match that as well. And uh, number two would be to pick a training split that you would enjoy. So enjoying the process is extremely important. It's a big part of this. You've, you've got to make it do your best even though... <sighs> Because I, I say this because it's not, it's something that I know to be hard to motivate myself to do, training without a gym. So you have to really work to make it enjoyable. So come up with a training split uh, to start off with that you think you'll really enjoy. Next, uh, and continuing along these lines, making it enjoyable, pick your favorite movements that you would normally do in the gym and adapt them to what you have. Um, so I'm thinking like if you have resistance bands okay do resistance band curls if you like curls or, or so on just take the the movements that you like and adapt them based on what equipment you have at your disposal and then work it into that program into that split that you designed uh, number four would be use this as an opportunity to improve upon areas of weakness or areas that you think I you're often finding yourself thinking oh you know I should work on that it could be flexibility for example it could be for me it's my hips things that you neglect sometimes and, and use it as an opportunity to work those things into your program so that again you're, you're just you're making it enjoyable but you're also um, making the most of it finally train to failure so I say this because I think the markers for progression get kind of thrown out of whack in this type of program with when you you normally measure progression in terms of sets and and or usually reps and weight actually but when you don't have those uh, certainly not in an easy to measure way then you've got to find other ways to feel that you're pushing your muscles as hard as possible so train to failure and failure meaning when you can no longer do any more reps uh, with good form 
and uh, trying to keep that probably within about 10 to 20 reps is probably a good range to target. And, um, and the point of failure ideally would be the muscle itself. Now there is certainly some benefit to going to the point of fatigue to, to work on strengthening your uh, metabolic capability, but in the interest of building muscle, try to make the point of failure your actual working muscle. So I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I think that covers it, and uh, I know it's been a brief one, but I think it is an important one and, and will be good to look back on in the future the next time a lockdown comes around and we find ourselves in this position. So until next time.